You are listening to Way to Greatness, the podcast to find your way to reach your greatness. This is episode three. I'm your host, Rayshawn Collins. Let's get into it. So what is greatness? I figured it would be a good idea to set the tone for all the future episodes by defining what greatness is in terms of this podcast and what we're trying to achieve and finding your own greatness. So greatness in my opinion, and this is based off of things that I learned and pretty much how I live my life, but greatness can be measured by the level of impact you have on a community. And that can be your local community, you know, your neighborhood, your town. It could be your city. It could be as big as your state. You know, there's people, the state representatives, for instance, you know, like they can measure their greatness on how big of an impact they had on the state. Or it can be the whole world. You know, there's there's people we can think of like Michael Jackson, you know, a lot of great people who had an impact on the entire world. And I think to a certain extent, you know, part of the reason that we're here is to serve ourselves and to serve the world. And I say that because you you know, you can't really help somebody until you can help yourself. So in that sense, you have to serve yourself first. You have to make sure you're good in any particular area or as many particular areas as you want to in life before you can help anybody else out in that area and and be of an impact in that arena whatever it is um you know there's some people who may not be as good as you and i'm gonna just take for instance art you know like I'm a great artist. I consider myself a great artist. I spent a lot of years practicing on art. There's a lot of people who are aspiring artists or just getting started and things like that. And they may not be as experienced in certain things like sketching or painting or something like that. So I could probably make an impact on those people by offering what I know and those, um, you know, in that capacity and helping them out, helping them reach where they're trying to get to by sharing my knowledge with them and then I can make an impact you know that's my impact for for that group of people um if you do the opposite it almost feels like you're being selfish you know like I'm a great artist you know people like my art so they buy it and in that interaction what I'm doing is I'm pulling resources towards myself using this talent that I have and the only thing that I'm giving away is my talent, which, you know, people trade resources for. So it's, you know, in that sense, it's it's kind of a selfish act because, you know, all you're doing is taking and you're not giving anything. But to balance it out, what you do is you take that talent or that gift that you have and you utilize that as an opportunity to give back in some other way, shape or form, help somebody else become a better artist or donate some art, you know, to charity or something like that. But whatever it is, that's your thing to do. You can use that same thing as an opportunity to give back and make an impact because me being a great artist is only half of the impact that I'm going to make. The other half is what I give back to the world to make the art community a better place. So when you when you help any other situation, you know, like the art community, for instance, if I say I'm going to donate some art or whatever, you know, that purpose reaches towards a higher point because now the entire community is made better by your donation and i mean i know that might be a little bit vague because it's like well how, how does the art community 
become a better place by you donating the art. Well, just think about it. Think about if Picasso was still alive and Picasso said, man, you know, I'm a world renowned artist. People all over the world will pay millions and millions of dollars for my art. There's a museum in this little neighborhood in Philly and they're struggling. They're trying to make an impact on the community. They want to, their museum to be a cultural center in their town. I can donate a piece of art to that museum and it'll probably sell for millions of dollars. And when somebody buys it or they pay this museum, they pay to go into this museum to see this piece of art. That money is serving that community because that museum is using that mu that money to make that community a better place. So there you go with your contribution to the art community and you kind of made the world a little bit of a better place because of the purpose that it served. So, you know, it, it's good to serve yourself because you have to become great at what it is that you can do before you can say, hey, I can help out over here with it and make a, a big impact. Not saying that you have to be great at anything to, to make an impact by serving a community, but the better you become, the bigger impact you can make. So saying that, greatness is going to be different for everybody. You know, not everybody wants to be an artist. Not everybody's going to be a great artist. You know, that's not in the cards for everybody. But everybody does have that one thing. Everybody has their own special sauce in life that is going to be their vehicle for greatness. And, you know, that that's your thing. You know, you got to find out what that is. You have it. We all have it. The fact that you're here means that there's something special about you. You know, there's no ordinary people in the world. There's just people who do ordinary things and there's people who do extraordinary things. But each person's unique gift there, that that special sauce, right, is their expression. Like that's your expression of your university, your universal personality. It's the reason that you're here. You know, it's the way that you express the life energy that brought you here. That's it's why we hear like, you know, for years, I guess a long time, people be like, what is your purpose? Like, what is your purpose in life? And I think, you know, if you think about it like that, it's a it's a big burden. Like you got to find a purpose. How do you find a purpose? You know, where do you look for it at? But if you think about it in terms of what is the thing that just is is heavy inside of you? What is that thing that you always think about? No matter what, no matter where you are, you kind of gravitate towards, man, that's that's beautiful art or, you know, like that music is just is awesome. You know, what is that thing that you always gravitate towards in your life? That's probably your thing, you know, whether it is creating music or judging music, you know, like th there's a lot of people who get paid and make a contribution to the world by having an ear for music and knowing how to share music with other people that want to hear that music like that's a real thing you know like a and r's for incidents you know people who go out and search for great talent you know that's an actual thing like you don't even have to have a talent to make a contribution you can just go out and search for talent and be a great contribution to the musical community so what it is doesn't really matter like it's the fact that you find what it is inside of you that is the purpose that's the purpose and that's what makes the world a, a great place mostly 
It's because naturally we gravitate towards things that will improve the quality of life for the whole thing, like the whole life, all of life. <laughs> you know, you know that that A&R is gravitating towards listening for the best music to communicate that and share that to other people who has an ear for that music because by them hearing it, they feel like their life just got better. You hear people say it. So I mean, it, it might sound ridiculous to you if you're not really a fan of music, but when people say my life is better because I heard that song, they really mean it. They really mean it. And I'm like a huge fan of music. And sometimes, you know, when I hear a song, like I'll replay a song for days and weeks. If it's just that dope of a song and you know it just it, it really just sits well with me and i and i feel that like i really feel that and you know that's why i don't have a problem play, paying for music and and all of that kind of stuff because listening to music improves my quality of life it helps me calm down it helps me zone out it helps me be creative you know so i can appreciate a and r's <laughs> because if that a and r wouldn't have found that artist i probably would have never heard, heard that music or you know, I'm sure there's a lot of music out there that's great music that I haven't heard yet. So I don't discount whatever it is that that, you know, is inside of you. If you, you know, and we'll get to it later on. But the fact that somebody said I have an ear for music, you know, I like listening to music and it just seems like I find good music and people agree with me. Probably, you know, 50 years ago before the music industry was was really, really heavy like that. You know, A&R's was different. You know, you couldn't be like, hey, I got an ear for music. I, I can I can tell you if that song is going to be great or not. And, you know, people probably would have laughed at you. But the world is a lot different than it was 50 years ago. So drawing back before we get too philosophical into it. Um, I'm an 80s baby. So I grew up during the time where the world was a lot more simple than it is now. You know, like really real real shit like the world only knew of the planets that were inside our solar system and pluto didn't even count as a planet like they didn't even know pluto was a planet that was 20 years ago you know now we got probes going to different planets and stuff like that like you really have to think about some of this stuff like the progression that the world made in as little as 20 years and growing up during those times you know it was a lot more flat what greatness was you know like growing up they would ask you what do you want to be when you when you grow up like as a kid at like seven years old eight years old you know every every year you go back to school a part of like those first few weeks or months going to school they would ask you again what do you want to be when you grow up and you could say whatever you wanted to say for real for real but you knew you get the reaction from the teacher and from other people in your class, if you say, I'm going to grow up and be a doctor or I'm going to be an accountant, you know, like that specific set of careers that you had to go to school and get a degree for that made a lot of money. And it was like, OK, well, he's going to be OK because he's going to grow up and be a doctor. Right. And you were a dreamer even in the 90s. You know, if you said, like, I want to be a basketball player or a veterinarian or humanitarian or anything like that, that. You know, it was like, oh, you're going to go to school for that. You know, they would kind of discourage you by saying like, well, your chances of being Michael Jordan is really slim. You know, not a lot of people is going to be as great as Michael Jordan. And it was like, you know, it was, it, it was kind of disheartening because 
A lot of little boys wanted to grow up and be basketball players. That was who we watched on TV. That's who we wanted to emulate. You know, we was playing basketball on the court. Everybody wanted to be Jordan or Pippen or, you know, whoever. So, but, but society didn't define it as that, you know, it was kind of like what they wanted you to do was take the institutional learning that, that, you know, we all had to do and make something out of that because that's what was going to keep society going. That's how the world saw that you know, 20 years ago, but it's a little bit different now, you know, I'm glad that the world is not like that no more, first of all, you know, people are becoming uber, uber successful, doing all types of things nowadays, you know, like anything under the sun, you can be successful at, and and it's the things that people see as their calling, what they're doing to be successful, like, you know, you, you can't limit people anymore to institutional learning and telling them to pick a career and do that till you retire and then you'll be successful. That's what we consider success. You know, success is just defined as something different and greatness shit like there's there's uh, if you think about um, Madam C.J. Walker, she was born in the 1800s and during a way different time now. Right. And she started out making home hair remedies and things like that and before she died which was in the 1900s she was like the first african-american female self-made billionaire right so growing up in the 90s and them telling you like uh being a doctor or a lawyer or accountant is going to determine your success you know to where it is now where you can take your singing talent and upload videos on YouTube and somebody finds you and you can be the next Justin Bieber. The world is a whole lot different. It's always changing and it's always pushing towards redefining what, you know, those things are that, that we make the world of. In the 1800s, the world looked a lot different. In the nineties, the world looks a lot different. It looked a lot different. And now in, in 2018, the world is, is way more different even than that and people like again you know people are showcasing their talents for free you don't you no longer have to like you know and i'm thinking about when i was growing up again and wanting to rap like i want to be a rapper the only way you can get on as a rapper is if you knew people in the industry you had the resources to go hang out at these industry events shop your music around you knew people in a hat pool and they knew people in a hat pool and you can get in Nowadays, if you have a talent, you can showcase it on places like YouTube, Instagram, you know, all of these social networks. And if you make a big enough impact on those social networks, somebody might spot you on there just from that thing alone and say, you know, you got a great talent. Like, you know, the world will love to to see you express that talent and people even pay you for it, you know, link up with me or whatever. But it's different how you achieve your greatness and how the world sees greatness, um, you know, as opposed to how it was 20 years ago, 50 years ago, a hundred years ago. And, um, you know, it's great. It's beautiful. You know, that's what makes the world such a great place. And like I said, you know, mostly there's always the opposite side to that, but, but mostly the world is a great place because of the variety of expressive people that we have here doing beautiful things to make the world a more beautiful place. And that all people are doing is expressing their own greatness. You know, who's to say that the lady who sat home and 
maybe had a problem with hair loss and said, I'm going to create a solution for this for myself and for people I know that's experiencing the same thing. And then the whole world was like, hey, you know, there's there out of out of billions of people in the world. There's a few million people with the same problem. And that thing became her greatness. That became her life's work and her success led on to future generation success and things like that. So the impact you can make, it's almost like you don't even need to think about the impact that you're going to make. If you just think about the thing that's inside of you, that's going to become your greatness, that the the impact is, is, is already built in. So it's, um, it's beautiful. And you can look at any industry across the world, you know, whether that be business or sports or music, fashion or any any of those industries. And you can find people that are changing the game every day. Mike was a phenomenal basketball player. And that was other great people at the time is just the world knows Michael Jordan. He was a phenomenal basketball player and he had he set a lot of records. But since he's been retired, think about all the people that came behind him that broke his records and set new records. That's how the game goes. That's how it should go. That means that people are still being creative. People are still thinking of how to redefine those limits. You know, the world says that this is great. How do I express myself in a way that the world will recognize me for my greatness? I can make an impact on that industry or, you know, that arena of life. And people still start from nothing. People still make homemade products. Sometimes those products end up becoming big industries, you know, themselves. They become big companies and they go to sell those products all around the world. People still record music at their homemade studios and start their music careers from that. I started my T-shirt line printing T-shirts myself from a studio that I built myself in my house. And my clothing line went from there. So it's not about how big of an impact you want to make as much as it is how much hard work are you building yourself up to endure you have to be prepared to to do all of that hard work you or you're not going to make an impact you can be the greatest basketball player in the world but if you don't put the work in and go out there and make an impact on the game then the world's never going to know how big of a of, of a basketball player you are or how great of a singer you are or how well you can paint buildings, you know, how, how, how well you can paint murals. You can do a mural on a skyscraper. It hasn't been done yet, but I bet it's an artist out there right now. And that's thinking about it. Like, yo, I'm, I'm going to just do the whole side of a skyscraper. That's going to be crazy. The whole world going to see that they're going to go nuts. Like this is limitless. It's limitless, but it's not enough to keep that thing inside. And say I'm a great basketball player you know there's a few people in my neighborhood or whatever that that says I'm a great basketball player and the world should respect me for it because you haven't made an impact on the game you know you haven't really helped anybody by you being great you whatever it is you do by you being great at that thing you're gonna help somebody else be great because they're gonna see you do it and if you have an influence on them, you know, like people in your local community, some of these people known you your whole life. If you lived there, if you lived there for a long time and they know who you are and they, they've always known you for doing this thing. And there's other people coming up behind you 
that have a similar interest or they want to do a similar thing and they see you do it and they know how you did it and they know where you hang out and they know how you practice and all of that and they watch you and they say well this is how he got started this is how she you know built that thing up and then took it from there so i'm gonna put my sauce on it and and do it my way and be greater you know in in, in my own way it it kind of sounds a little bit you know i don't know maybe not negative but you know i don't look at the next person and say i want to be greater than them i look at what it is that i'm doing to say i want to be the greatest at doing this thing so i don't want to get into the thinking that you need to look at what somebody else is doing in your industry and say i want to be greater than them but you need to look at yourself and look at the thing that you want to do and say i want to be the greatest at that thing and and that's how you set yourself apart not by picking out competition and saying i'm gonna compete against that person and beat that person no that's not that's not where we're going but um but yeah it's not enough to keep it inside and just keep telling yourself that i want to do this or i want to start that you know you have to do something about it and you got to start from the bottom I, I i love that phrase but i hate it too like you know, oh, this person started from the bottom or that person started from the bottom. Everybody starts from the bottom. Like you, there's no other place to start from. You have to start at the bottom. And I've read stories from a lot of people. There's a lot of people who had parents that were successful, or had family million members that were successful. And maybe they got money to start their business or get their talent off the ground or showcase their talent in a certain way. But they started from the bottom, too. If you think about it, like if, if, if somebody gave me a million dollars right now and say, here, this is for you to get your clothing company off the ground. That means I already have a clothing company, I already have the idea, I already have the vision for the thing that they're giving me money to start. So I already started at the bottom, I already built the dream. They just I just got some, you know, a little sprinkle of luck from the universe to say, here, you know, this is what you need. You worked for it. Go ahead and, and do what you need to do with that. But. Those, you know, those people started from the bottom, too. So I don't look at those stories like, ah, you know, I'm never going to make it because nobody's going to give me a million dollars to get my thing off the ground. Just my start looks different from somebody else's start, but I'm not going to not start. You know, you still got to do it. You got to go out there and do it. So if if you take those stories, though, and and, you know, you learn from them, what you learn from them is that everybody starts from the bottom <laughs> you know everybody starts somewhere whether it be building a dream conceptualizing it just writing down a plan and making those first steps to get there once you identify what that greatness is for you that's kind of your blueprint to to go forward in life and make that thing a reality you know those people been practicing. They've been singing in the basement or rapping at the homemade studios or practicing making apps on their laptop. You know, it's just they got that little sprinkle of sauce from the universe. And, and you know, that was what they needed. And your sprinkle of sauce is going to come the way that is meant for you to come, the, the way that is meant to come to you for you to become successful and great at that thing that you wish to share with the universe, share with the world. So, you know, we all know that nothing is free. You don't get something for nothing. That's typically not how the universe works. And if I was to take a million dollars and give it to somebody who never made a positive or productive choice in their life and say, here, here's a million dollars. Here's factories and all of this 
and just drop it in their lap. What, watch what happened, <laughs> you know, like the chemical makeup of, of that scenario. Just it just won't typically have a good outcome. That person has no idea what to do with all of those resources and wealth and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. They had no intention on doing anything with that. So it's probably not going in the way that you would think it would or it's not going in the same way that it would for somebody who's been dreaming about their greatness sharing something with the world, making an impact on the world, making a positive impact on their community and the world community. You know, it's different. But those people already started. They already identified what their greatness is and what it is that they wanted to do. So that's why that sprinkle of luck came for them. So, no, it's not enough to, you know, just hold it in and and keep wishing for it and keep telling people that, you know, I want to be great. Or I'm going to be great. One day I'm going to do this. One day I'm going to do that. Even if it's not for you to do right now. And you know it is one day in your future that you're going to do this thing. It's not today that is going to come to fruition. But sometime in the future that is going to come to fruition for you. You still have to build a dream. You still got to write down the steps. You know identify what the greatness is for you. You got to know what it looks like. You got to know how you're going to implement it. And when that day comes. It's already going to be ready for you. You already built it. You already started. But practicing every day and working on that plan every day, identifying your greatness, making it more clear for yourself what that greatness is. That's the next step. That's that's the next step after you identify and you say, well, I want to do this. I want to do that. All right. Just start the work. Get the work. Get the visualizing, get the building that dream, get the putting those plans down and, 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 and making your roadmap where you're going to start from, how you're going to start. What's your first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh step? Even before you take the first step, you know, the first step might be massive. Like, you know, for my T-shirt line, I knew I wanted to do it. But once I built that dream, the first step was going out and getting equipment, thousands of dollars worth of equipment. It's like, man, that's a lot of money. And I never really spent that much money on one thing that. You know, not like a car, you know what I'm saying? Like, you all right, go drop two thousand, three thousand on a car or down payment on a house or something like that. You know, I never spent that kind of money on something that wasn't one of those other things. So, you know, it might be it might it might seem like a huge step, that first step. But you know what it is. And once I knew what it is, it was like, man, you know, I, I really didn't procrastinate on it long because this was, it was what I wanted to do. But, you know, it was it was tough. It was like, ah, you know, spend that couple thousand dollars. I don't know if I really want to do it, but I did it. And it was probably one of the best things that I didn't procrastinate on doing it. So that's why I can say that. That's why I can I can share that information, because, you know, yeah, it might some of it might be a little bit scary starting your own business and taking your extra free time to do more work and all of that type of shit. Some of the concepts might be a little bit different from what everybody else is doing, but that's why we're here at way to greatness, trying to find a way to reach greatness. And that's not what everybody's doing. And that's cool. That's cool. Maybe they, maybe they secret sauce is what they doing, just what they doing. Maybe somehow they contribute into the community by watching TV all day. I don't think that though, you know, I think everybody's on a path of trying to find out what their creative expression is in one way or another. And maybe it'll happen in this lifetime. Maybe it'll happen in another lifetime. You know, we know that's not for us to say. But if you are here, it's for a reason. If you're here listening to this thing 
that's saying, hey, you have this itch inside of you. You got this creative itch inside of you. You want to do something. You keep telling yourself you want to do something and you keep hearing that voice in the, in the back of your head saying to do something. Then that means you're kind of past that stage where you have no inclination to do anything creative and, and you know, watching TV satisfies your life and doing everyday mundane tasks satisfies your life. You're already past that. So it's not to compare yourself to anybody else in the world. And I think that's a part of it, too. You know, when you look at your peers and your neighbors and stuff like that, to not compare yourself to anybody and say, well, everybody else is doing this. I'm a weirdo for doing that. You got to get over that, too, because it's different. You know, it's 1 a.m. in the morning on a Sunday. Everybody's got to work tomorrow. I got to work tomorrow. But I'd much rather be working towards my greatness, which will free me from having to go work at somebody else's company and to implement my own program for my own success, which will be much different than me going and clocking in at somebody else's institution and working for a fraction of what I'd be making if I was to just follow my own path. So that life looks different than everybody else's life anyway. And it's cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool because somebody will appreciate it. Later on, you know, you'll start the company that'll probably create an opportunity for a lot of people. And, and you know, they, they might not have a job any other way. But now, you know, you just created an opportunity for people to, to make money. And that's great. That's always great. So, you know, the most important action from that. I'm sorry, the most important <laughs> concept from that is taking action. You have to take action. Put energy behind your ideas and, and keep pushing it. You you know Newton's law of motion. We all know the law of motion that bodies at rest tend to stay at rest. Bodies in motion remain in motion. And and what do you call businesses? They call them business entities or, you know, a thing with existence. So once you conceptualize it and really thoughts, thoughts are bodies too, you know? So like once you, you have a body, you have a body of thought. Once you have a thought about a thing, you can put momentum behind that thought. And then once it gets enough momentum, you know, it starts to attract mass. It starts to become a life of its own, you know, take on a life of its own and it becomes something, but you got to put the energy behind it. You got to take action on it. You got to put it in motion. You know, I think, our jobs, part of our jobs is to find greatness, to find what what our greatness is, identifying that thing that's inside of you that moves you, you know, that one thing. And if you don't know what it is already, then spend time looking inside yourself. Pay attention to how you feel about things emotionally, mentally and, and energetically. Write them down keep a journal yeah I, I put everything on my phone it's probably not the safest but you know i make sure my phone is secure but you know i got a lot of notes on my phone about things that i encounter inspiration and you know it, it come inspiration comes out of nowhere you know like you you could be eating lunch and the idea might hit you you know what i'm gonna write a book i don't know what to write about yet but i think i could write a book just write a little uh you know a little reminder on your notepad part of your life's work write a book you probably already have a story in your current timeline like all of the experiences that you have and that you've had 
and the things that you do, the way that you live your life, you probably already have a story. If you're thinking about writing a book, you know, you probably already have a story that you just didn't connect the dots and put together yet. But that reminder on your list of life's work that says write a book one day, inevitably, you those dots are going to connect. You're going to connect those dots. You gonna be like, shit, I already got a story. There you go. I just need to start writing it now. But inspiration can come from anywhere. And that's because creativity is everywhere, everywhere. Like, and I, I admonish you go outdoors, go explore your city, go explore neighboring cities. I love to go to New York City. That's <laughs> that's my twist. Um, and I just walk around, you know, like I go park up somewhere and I go walk around. Now, I, I interact with the city, you know, but the reason I go there is just because of the hustle in that city. It just sparks something inside of me that makes me want to go work harder and be more creative. And, you know, I interact while I'm there. You know, I'll go to the bookstore and buy books, magazines and books. I'll go sit down, have a bite to eat at a restaurant. Depending on how long I'm there, I might have two meals while I'm there. Um, and this is stuff that I would normally do in my own city, like on the weekends. You know, if I'm out and about, oh, I'm going to go grab a bite to eat here or, you know, my local bookstore i'll go there and buy books or whatever but by making it a point to go to new york city where i know i'm gonna draw inspiration from that's outside of my normal comfort zone it's not my neighborhood you know it's not the bookstore that i always go to it's not the restaurant that i always go to to get something to eat it's outside of that normal comfort zone and that's where inspiration comes from it comes from trying something new. It comes from expanding your mental territory and being in a different energy and taking part in a different energy. And, you know, it's cool if you don't know what that thing is inside of you yet. And that's why you go out and explore. That's why you go out and you do things outside of your comfort zone. That's why you go expand your horizons and, you know, talk to different people, attend different events, all in search of what's inside of you you know like it sounds crazy when 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 you say it because it sounds like you're searching outside of yourself but when you purposely go outside of your comfort zone to seek inspiration you're really looking inward because most people stay inside their comfort zone and no inspiration comes from there very little i'm not gonna say none because you know it's all possibilities in the universe you can you can sit in a room and if you're that intent on finding your greatness you can find it just through meditation i'm gonna just say meditation is a good example because you can sit still and really search inside yourself and find something that's really great by searching inside but you know that might look different for a lot of people so one practice that i find and this is really like walking meditation you know is going somewhere that you haven't gone before purposely purposely walking and searching and seeking inspiration and looking at things and being creative and looking at the world with an open mind and you know allowing creativity to to come in and it's cool you know it's cool and it's fine if you don't know what your greatness is there's no time limit on it obviously you know our time is limited here so it's always best to start sooner than later and you know work diligently on finding your greatness and expressing it before we run out of time here but as far as how long it takes you to do it like don't ever set that limit that's a limit you know that's a limit you know i gotta be under 30 under 30 or you know i gotta be a millionaire before this age or that age a lot of people thinking about the time frame now 
2018, if you look, you know, 20 years in the past, the stats said most people start businesses in their 40s. It's a lot different now because you got a lot of young people that's becoming millionaires in their 20s and 30s and things like that. But, you know, as far as being established goes, I think it's, it's way more important that in this life experience that we have the pleasure of being here that you just find what your greatness is. If you 60 and you find something really great that you're great at at 60 years old, you might be like, damn, but I'm old. But think about how many people going to look at you and be like, yo, he's 60, though. Like, he's 60. It was. It's funny because there's a couple people out there that um, are older. I don't really know how old they are, but they 60 and, and older and are in great physical shape, like better physical shape than people in their 30s and 20s. And you'd be like, damn, I want to look like that when I get old. That's that's it right there. That's an impact right there. If you 60 years old and somebody younger than you and they saying, yo, I want to be like that when I get that age, you just you made an impact. You made a positive impact on somebody who may not have been as active or as healthy. So, you know, never set that limit on yourself that you got to do it before you 40 or you got to do it before you 30 or, you know, you got to have a $2 million house or a $3 million house. Those are tangible lines. And what we're talking about is something that's so untangible and, and you know, so limitless. It's just more important that you make a contribution to the world and you make an impact positively on the community. And, you know, how it, how quickly you do it is not the key. It's it's how swiftly you clearly define what it is for you so you know it's not like i'm gonna hurry up and be a millionaire but i'm trying to get to that core of myself that's great as quick as possible and you know everything else that comes after that is a bonus you know i just i want to serve whatever that is inside myself that's great because that's why i'm here that's well that's the one thing that i was given that's my gift that's the gift that i was given and that's the gift that i can give to the world right so that's my thing i want to clearly find out what that is as swiftly as possible and then i want to make as big of an impact as i can on the world and the rest is written you know the rest is written it's almost mathematic you know that that success will come and that, you know, wealth will come and those type of things. Um, but start building a dream. You know, if you don't know what it is already, start building. If, if you know what it is already, then start building your dream. You know, start jotting down what it what it is that's great about you. Are you a great basketball player? Are you a basketball player? First of all, are you a basketball player? Are you a painter? Are you a chef? Are you, you know, do you like helping people? Are you not afraid of blood and guts? You know, you are you a doctor Are you, you know, were you born to be a doctor or something like that? Um, but whatever that thing is inside of you, do you like to bake? You know, and, and these are things that I'm just drawing off the top of my head because I see them every day. Like, you know, world baking championship, you know, the cake chef or whatever, you know, things that if you would have said, if I would have said when I was 10 years old, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to make decorative cakes. They would have laughed at you. They would have laughed at you. Like, you want to make cakes? Like, okay. But there's people that are super successful, number one, and they just make desserts. They just make cakes, right? And they're inspiring people who want to do something similar and they are helping other people become successful. 
So don't knock the dude that said he wanted to make cakes. You know, don't knock the person that that's sitting at home recording in their studio. You know, I'm recording this podcast at home on a laptop. And I don't even have a, 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 a super, um, you know, expensive setup or nothing like that. I'm home sitting in front of my laptop. I got a, you know, a, a microphone and a computer. But that's enough. The quality is in the greatness of what you're doing. You know, it's this thing that I found. This is just a part of my life's work that I say, you know, I'm trying to make an impact. Here it is, you know. So how you get started doesn't really it it don't even matter. You know, it doesn't matter. You're going to define how you're going to get started and it's going to look different than how the next person or the person in front of you and that same industry got started. So that's right there. Just knock that out the box like that don't matter how you get started, how it looks when you get started doesn't matter. So if you know what that thing is already, then just start building a dream. What is that greatness? How are you going to make that impact? You know, what is making that impact look like? You're a basketball player. How do you make an impact? You know, you become the greatest. You show people that you're great and that you know that you're great at doing that thing. And then you say, how do I make an impact? By giving back. You know, do I go to the local schools and and coach you know, little kids on my free time or do I help adults who want to go pro or whatever, you know, whatever that thing is. Again, I'm just drawing uh, examples. So none of this is concrete, you know, like that's the way you got to do it. You know, it's so limitless. It's so intangible. And I think the only thing that really matters is the thing that it is. That's your greatness and how much of an impact you want to make on the world. And if you don't know what it is, then just take the time to look inside yourself, you know, do some soul searching, which is missing from the world. Nobody even says that no more. Nobody even, you know, nobody encourages you to, you know, search inside yourself and soul search and take time to explore yourself out there in the world and find out who you really are. And that's how you find that greatness. So if you don't know what it is, take the steps that's necessary to find out what it is and then build a, build a dream. You know, what does it look like for you to make that impact? What does it look like? What does that impact look like? What is, what is your greatness? So if you take the time to do it right, you'll be fine. You know, don't rush it sloppily, if that's a word. But, you know, like, don't just rush for the end goal. I'm just going to be super great at this thing. And that's it, you know. Take your time to find out, clearly define what it is. Is that your thing? Is it one of many things that you're going to do? Or is it that the one thing that you're going to do? You know, how does greatness pan out in your life for you? How much of an impact, how much of an overall impact do you want to make? And if you take the time to do it the right way, you'll be all right. Take the time to do it right, you'll be all right. <laughs> so that's it for episode three. Uh, way to greatness. I look forward to doing more episodes and, and, you know, sharing this with you guys. If you're out there listening to it, um, engage, you know, send a thank you, send a I'm here, <laughs> send a send a I'm listening or something like that because we need the engagement, we need the engagement. That's how you know people are listening. I mean, I can see their views, but, you know, do you really find value in this podcast? Do you find value in this type of thing? What do you think about it? You know, that 
encourages this thing to to keep going forward and look forward to seeing you on the next episode peace